0: She was our guest on our very first edition of this podcast many years ago, and today, on her last day, OCC's retiring president, Dr. Casey Crable, joins us for her final interview. Well, welcome to Chatting About College, a podcast originating from Onondaga Community College in Syracuse, New York. My name is Roger Mirabito. We record our conversation in the studios of our broadcast media communications degree program. It's located in the Whitney Applied Technology Center on our campus. Joining us today is retiring OCC President, Dr. Casey Crable. Casey, welcome. This is your exit interview. How it are you is. feeling? It <laughs> is. Thank
1: you. I feel good. Good. Yeah, good. I feel weird, but I feel good weird.
0: You announced nine months ago that this was going to be your last academic year. What's this been like for you?
1: So I announced nine months ago, but I actually told the board at the beginning of last summer. So mm. – um, they had a lot of work to do to get prepared for a search, so I gave them about three extra months. So it's been about a year of um, kind of marking the things I wanted to get done and uh, trying to get some of them done anyway Um And in some ways, it's been a really, really short year, like the blink of an eye. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It seemed like it would be a long time, but it went by very quickly.
0: Yeah. And suddenly this day is here and that's it. Yeah.
1: How about that?
0: (laughs) You started out as an English professor. I'm wondering what made you decide to get into leadership.
1: So on some level, you know, I'm an oldest daughter
0: and – A perpetual
1: patrol leader. So (laughs) on some level, um, that's been part of the equation. But I think on on the professional side, um, once I got to be like a department chair and started to engage with some of the questions about things that could really impact the classroom, um, I started to get interested in how how to have that impact um, and how to kind of wrestle with those broader questions that didn't just touch English classes but classes in general and therefore students in general.
0: Mm -hmm. You were a college president for more than 25 years in four states. I'm wondering as you look back to when you started to now, what kind of shape is higher education in nationally?
1: Wow. So I wish I could say – We had followed the model of continual progress, always moving toward a higher horizon. (laughs) Um, But I feel like that's not where we are right now. Um, And and I'm just, I'm thinking about community colleges because that's the part of higher ed that I really care about. What I think is strong still is there continues to be a focus on the access portion of the mission, making sure that we are available accessible, affordable, that whoever wants to give it a try has a place to go. Um, And and so I'm pleased to see that continue to be strong. Um, But I also see us having to make tough calls between different kinds of programs just because resources feel Like they're even more scarce. I don't remember a time in higher ed when there was tons of money and you could do whatever you want. So that's – I'm not comparing against a time where things seemed robust, um, but they seem uh, a little bit on the mean side now. Mm. Um, And I think part of that is that we understand more and we see more of the condition that our students – deal with both in and outside of the classroom Um, and we understand perhaps in a clearer way even though I guess it should have been obvious from the start how much those non-academic factors create barriers and mountains for students to climb and it doesn't seem to matter how many resources we throw at those challenges Uh, it, it seems to be Um, insurmountable for some students. And so when I think about higher education, particularly community colleges and the the job that we have to do to make sure that people can access their own citizenship uh, and activate their own agency and build an economic future, I really worry um, about how under-resourced we are in order to be able to accomplish what is a really, really big mission and a really central mission to the health of our communities and probably to our democracy.
0: Man, That's a powerful answer. When you said the word mean, I started thinking about a conversation I had with someone earlier today about more about the state of our country, like we can't disagree about anything anymore without throwing expletives at the people on the other side of an issue, you know, yeah. it's
1: just... Yeah, and, and, you know, it's funny because I don't see that in our students at all. Yeah. I see our students really gravitating towards those things that build community. hmm So that makes me hopeful. Right. Um, but then I kind of listen to the external cacophony, Ugh. and it is mean. Yeah. Uh, it's mean-spirited. It's mean-intended. Um, and it is all about... Uh, Individual winners and losers, and you know, a sense of community seems really foreign in the broader. In the broader world out there.
0: In the era of the pandemic and declining enrollment, I think it's easy to forget about a lot of good things that happened here in the last few years. And I just wanted to run through Uh, those quickly and get your thoughts on them. Sure. Let's start with Box of Books, which gave students predictable, affordable pricing for textbooks and technology.
1: You know, I'm so proud of that program. And it wasn't my idea. Um, It was actually an idea of uh, a math faculty member. Thank you, Mary. And uh, it it really just pointed out a very simple challenge, which is students, if they could just come on the very first day with the stuff they needed, would start from a better place, um, which, you know, on the face of it is just so logical um, that while I'm proud of it, it's like, why did it take us so long to figure this out? And I think that um, you know, the changes in, uh, in the retail book world have really helped us in terms of establishing this. And um, I think as we look at it over time, we've seen more students taking advantage of it. And that just makes me happy.
0: Next is one of those things the public doesn't see. But without it, there's nothing to be seen by the public. And that's reaccreditation. How big a deal is getting that done?
1: So that's a huge deal. And that took – I think when we were all done and I looked at the document and counted up the people who had been involved, it was over 120 folks on campus Mm -hmm. who had put their shoulders to the wheel um, and pushed it all in the same direction. Um, And not only did we receive reaccreditation, but there were no recommendations. There were no comments. We hit every standard out of the park. And so, uh, you know, the leadership of like Wendy Tarby and Larry Weiskirk to marshal that through and all of the hundred plus people who contributed their work to make sure that we um, showed the commission exactly what this college is made of.
0: The next thing is something that anyone who comes to campus can see, and that's the complete renovation of Coulter Library, which hadn't been touched since it opened in the early 1970s.
1: And that's beautiful.
0: Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um,
1: The light in the library, I think, um, is exactly what was needed. I mean, there were always bright lights in the library. Mm -hmm. Um, The people that work there are bright lights, and the students that are uh, studying there are their own kind of bright light. But now, actually, natural light through windows and skylights just opened up the place, and the academic crossroads on the first floor – Um, creates another meeting space. And it's really become the building that I think of as the place you go to get the help you need while you're going through.
0: Throughout the pandemic, we continued to create an amazing amount of new degree and certificate programs, which I thought was unbelievable.
1: You know, uh, I think uh, all credit to the faculty for realizing that um, it wasn't just the public health that was challenged, but the entire um, landscape of work in central New York had changed. Mm -hmm. And in order for us to make sure our students had the best advantage, these programs had to come uh, from the ground up, and people worked really hard, and it was great to see that even during this really challenging time, that people were uh, focused on what was good for students.
0: Uh, Next is the reorganization of all of our degree and certificate programs into eight schools.
1: So... Sometimes when you are a student entering college for the first time, it's really confusing. You might not be familiar with the terminology and you're worried about what do I major in? And really, that's a question we ought to be helping you with. And so the schools are really a way for us to start helping with that really important question before you even get here. So that you know, you know, maybe I don't know what program, but I know I'm interested in science, Mm-hmm. or education it shows me where to go and i i think that was a great effort comes out of title 3 all the title 3 faculty um the academic senate everybody weighed in on this and i think we got to a great place with it
0: last thing i wanted to mention was the strong institutional commitment to the phi theta kappa honor society i mean that that's been amazing to watch that grow
1: and how can you not be proud of those students yeah. i mean here uh, this little tiny place in upstate New York competing against the world, and we come in in the top ten. Advisors like Annie Tuttle and Stephanie Putman and Jackie Barstow um, really give their time and their energy. And the student leadership team is phenomenal every year. They they really want to shine, and so they they um, put forward terrific projects and are rewarded for that work. So. So it's easy to support them. Um, I think a lot of times people think about community colleges as the place students go if they're maybe struggling academically a little or mm-hmm. they weren't really sure. But these are honor students, and they're here, and they're killing it.
0: Yeah, they're great. Yeah. So in the last year, they finished ranked third in the world out of nearly 1,300 chapters. Right. Amazing. Yep. Amazing. So your last couple of months, there have been some fun tributes to you. I'm just curious what you thought about them. the commencement, there were big Casey heads. What did you think when you looked I out and saw the those? I loved the heads.
1: How funny was that? <laughs> and at first I saw one, and then I started looking around. And, oh, my God, they're everywhere. <laughs> it was That's phenomenal, funny. yeah.
0: Onondaga County Executive and the Mayor of Syracuse uh, declared June 8th Casey Crable Day in Onondaga County in the city of Syracuse.
1: That was an honor. I, I really yeah. appreciate that, that the county and the city both are such important partners for the college. And... Um, I I hope we've um, advanced uh, both of their uh, agendas for the area because, you know, improving the area improves what's possible for our students. So happy to have had that partnership and and really honored by their recognition.
0: On the day of your final Board of Trustees meeting, a community bank gave us $100,000 and Whitney Commons was renamed Crable Commons. What do you think of that?
1: So I can hardly even talk about that, Roger. <laughs> it, it's just you know, uh, I was I was thinking about um, my grandparents and how unlikely
0: you did mention something very briefly that you wish your grandparents could see this because they really do. Yeah, amazing, absolutely amazing. Well, now it's on to a richly deserved retirement. Are there any? Plans you want to share with us?
1: Um, It's going to involve a lot of sun (laughs) and a lot of travel. Um, Good for you. Some folks know that I I have an interest in wine, so next spring I'll be heading (laughs) off to wine school. Um, I I won't become a working sommelier, but I hope to learn a great deal just because I find it so interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, may you have nothing but health and happiness. I want you to know that Every time we walk past Crable Commons, we'll think of you. And I don't think there's any better gift in life than being remembered. So thank you for everything and good luck to you.
1: Thanks, Roger.
0: And thank you as well to our Broadcast Media Communications degree program for use of their studios here on campus. And thanks to you as well for listening. I'm Roger Mirabito. Hope you've enjoyed chatting about college. You can find future and older episodes at places like iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find outstanding podcasts.